Hi, everyone. This is Andrew Oppman with a special edition of Out of the Blue. Joining me is Beverly Keel, Dean of the MTSU College of Media and Entertainment. And Beverly, we wanted to talk about the death on Tuesday of Toby Keith. You described him as a, in a, in a Facebook post that everyone's responding to as a dichotomy that uh, when he thought it was one thing, he'd pivot and be another thing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I had the uh, pleasure of working with Toby in the mid-90s and booked his first country weekly cover. And um, he has this image nationally of this, you know, brash, macho guy. But what people don't know is that underneath, he was really sensitive. He was, um, some have said, a cowboy poet. I mean, he wasn't... A cowboy in the sense of, you know, working on a ranch, but from Oklahoma, he had that uh, mentality, and it was that sensitive, poetic side that allowed him to write all those songs. You know, he sold 40 million records, 20 number one hits. I sometimes think his um, bigger-than-life personality overshadowed his artistry. He was very funny, uh, and that uh, resonated in his songs, but that also overshadowed, I think, uh, his artist soul. But he was he was very different. He was complicated. Um, he often was viewed in the political and culture wars as one way when he was actually another. You know, everybody assumed he was really a right-wing Republican, uh, and he was very pro-military, but actually for most of his life, he was a conservative Democrat. Uh, only later did he register as an independent when he felt like the, the Democrats weren't accepting him. But, um, you know, often I think that brashness was his shield, his defense that protected his, his soft soul. You described in your post about uh, he had uh, tough talking ways and right. that perhaps had... Uh, some of the facets of his personality is the more sensitive sides. Well, you know, he was raised in a very uh, masculine environment. Uh, when he was young, he was asked as part of a class assignment to write something, and he wrote much longer than his friends. And the teacher called his parents and said, you know, he's a, he's a really good writer. And his father said, you know, you ain't going to be no writer. So... um he grew up in the era of, of John Wayne and Burt Reynolds and Merle Haggard. and uh, But Merle Haggard was also a great poet. So, um, but Toby was a very talented and acute businessman. He made the right career decisions, the right investment decisions. Uh, Fortune did a story on him, how he was one of the wealthiest country music stars. Um, he always felt like an outsider and a rebel. And uh, in the way that Michael Jordan did, they took any uh, negativity or criticism and it fueled them to achieve higher things. So Toby always had a chip on his shoulder, but I think he wanted to keep it there because that's gave him the energy to keep driving. Let's talk about some of his music. Uh, of course, uh, How Do You Like Me Now? Um, yeah. uh, really, the, the song that gets connected to him uh, quite a bit, Red Solo Cup. Any other things that come to mind? Well, you know, his, his first single, uh, Should Have Been a Cowboy, really um, 
captured that uh, masculinity and uh, idealization of a of a time in Western where you know men were men and uh, they loved they loved horses and they loved and left women. So uh, you can go all the way to how do you like me now, which is the perfect example of um, Toby probably growing up feeling that he he wasn't enough, right? He and he he had to work extra hard to make it. Some people were overnight successes. It's like he had to work extra hard. And we all feel that way, right? For um, those of us who weren't the popular boys or the pretty girls, uh, we we were shaped by unrequited love and unfulfilled dreams. And then you finally make it. And we've all, most of us have had our how do you like me now moment. So it was that um, braggadocious but it really covered hurt and rejection, which we all felt. And that's what I think uh, people misunderstand about Toby. Toby Keith, gone too soon at the age of 62. Beverly Keel, Dean of our College of Media and Entertainment. Beverly, thanks for joining us. Thank you.